Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I am your host today. Thanks so much for carving a little time out of your busy day to spend with me. I know that's precious. And uh, just to let you know, for those of you listening to the recording, today is October the 12th. 2020 and uh, today is actually Columbus Day and uh, I think they also call it Indigenous People Day as well so um, happy holidays I think in Canada this is uh, Thanksgiving so for all you Canadians happy Thanksgiving so today the topic is senior housing I recently read an article in the Washington Washington Post and the title of it was moving into assisted living is a family affair. Part of the article went like this. This is a big decision for families and can be overwhelming. An area of confusion for many families is that the the phrase nursing home has become a catch-all term for senior housing. However, senior housing includes a spectrum of arrangements, including independent living, assisted living, memory care centers, and skilled nursing centers. So many times we don't really know at where, um, where to even begin with this. And so that's where um, Tim Ivankovic, um, I know I slaughtered that, Tim, Tim Vankovic. Okay, I think that's closer. So Tim has been in franchising for more than two decades, and he is the CEO of Oasis Senior Advisors, which is dedicated, uh, which is a dedicated provider for those seeking senior living options like assisted living, independent living, and memory care, which is what the article just talked about. So Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. It's great to be with you today, and, and uh, hello to uh, all the listeners out there. And uh, uh, you, you teed it up very well about what assisted and uh, assisted living is all about, as well as the difference between the two. And I'm, I'm happy to talk about both of those for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get into that, Tim, talk to me a little bit about what first drew you to franchising, and then into the senior care industry. Sure. So this is my uh, 25th year in franchising overall. Uh, my first 20 years I spent in residential house cleaning with a company called The Cleaning Authority. Uh, had a great run there, uh, built up a, a nice franchise to about 180 franchisees in, in uh, 42 states in Canada, and then sold that in 2014. But I love the franchising model. Uh, you know, there's a great gratifying piece to bringing people into your company and, and watching them build a successful business and, 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 you know, reach new heights of things that they've never been able to accomplish in the past. So again, very, very gratifying. I love the franchising model, uh, a proven model that people can be successful and make money and, and, and kind of change lives and so, to some extent. And so in the last few years of, of that business, 
uh, started to look at other opportunities, other options for another franchise concept. <clears throat> and truth be told, this just uh, honestly kind of fell in my lap. And um, with what we do with Oasis Senior Advisors in helping families through a very difficult and challenging time, uh, find that right assisted living or memory care, or, or in some cases, uh, independent living. But really what we do is, is help people. And that's always been kind of a vein in, in, in my life of the adage of, uh, as you've been blessed, I think it's important to give back. And so here was an opportunity to sit in front of my, my partner and myself of all we do is help people. You know, not only do we help the communities fill their beds and do we help the, the uh, senior geriatric professionals take workload off their plate, but more importantly, we're working with those families and seniors of, again, helping them through a challenging time of finding uh, the right assisted living or memory care. And as you said in your opening, um, it is a family affair. And, and it, again, can be very stressful and very difficult. Uh, and that's what our advisors do is really help walk them through. So for me, it was, it was just a natural calling to not only help our senior space, uh, a group of individuals who are in dire need of good direction and, and focus and finding that right place. Uh, but again, it's, it, all we do is help people. So it's extremely gratifying and an opportunity to give back. You know, it is a, a great feeling at the end of the day, Tim, um, to know that you've made a difference. You've made a difference in someone's life. You've eased their pain somehow. And I've been in those situations with my parents where we had to go to the different properties and we had to have the tours and, you know, trying to make the decision, did they offer this or did they offer that? It, it would have been good if I had known about Oasis Senior Advisors back then because it sounds to me like what you do is – you really help match properties with the family's needs. Does that, is that right? That, that is exactly correct because what our franchisees and advisors do is really have a full understanding of all of the communities in their territory. And in any given territory, there may be 40, 50, 60 different communities from assisted living to memory care uh, to residential care homes, which are basically smaller houses that people have retrofitted into helping take care of seniors and, and everything in between. And our advisors know all of those communities like the back of their hand. What's the personality? What's the cost? You know, um, what type of care are they able to, uh, to provide to the seniors, uh, the acute care, the, the smaller levels of care? Uh, what are the ADLs of the senior, the activities of daily living? And, and once we get those, we can really help pinpoint the, the top three or four, maybe five communities that fit that senior's needs so that we know and are confident that we're presenting to this family communities that only really fall within um, the parameters that they've set and the parameters uh, that the senior has. So we're really finding that great fit. Mm -hmm. So when you're when I'm looking at using your service, um, does the family pay for your service? How does that work, Tim? Yeah, another great question, Linda. We are an absolutely free service to the family. Uh, there's never a fee, never a cost. What we do is provide a free service to the family. We are compensated by the community to which they're placed, where we have an agreement in place with the community that says when and if we place a senior in your community, you're going to pay us uh, a, a referral fee for that service. 
So again, we're a free service for the family. So as you mentioned earlier, you know, when you're talking about, boy, I wish that I knew about your service uh, a mm-hmm. few years ago. Uh, we hear that probably eight out of 10 times we work with our, with our clients. Um, but that's, that's the beauty of it. Never a cost, doesn't cost you anything. So why not use this? It, again, mm-hmm. it's, it's a free service. Yeah, most definitely. So as as you are looking for uh franchisees, if you as you are looking for someone who wants to really become a um a, an Oasis senior home advisor, are you looking for someone with experience in the senior industry? Uh certainly not. Uh probably only about 10 or 15% of our franchisees our current franchisees, which we have about 80 of them across the country, uh, have any healthcare background whatsoever. Um, these are folks that come from all walks of life. And, and really what it is, uh, the biggest key to, to you know, who we look for in a franchisee is where's your heart? You know, do you mm. have that compassion piece? Do you have that desire to want to give back, be part of the fabric of the community, make a difference in people's lives? Um, you know, it, it's a cliche-ish to say, you know, we change lives. But, but Linda, when, you know, our advisors work with the family and, and you can just see the stress in their eyes. Of, yeah. You know, the, the, the skilled nursing center gave us 40 options of communities. How do we know? What, what do we pick? And yeah. when our advisor comes in and says, I got you covered. I got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to find that perfect place for your mom or your dad and, we're going to make sure it's the right place and you're going to feel comfortable with it. You just see the stress just roll off their face of, oh, okay, uh, uh-huh. I'm at the right place. And that's what we uh-huh. do. We, we, we do change lives because we're taking that stress completely away and saying, we got this. Uh-huh. Because, you know, Tim, I remember back when my brothers and sister and I um, got to the point where we saw that our mother couldn't live alone any longer. Uh, Mm -hmm. She had already gone through the in-home health care, and she had surpassed that, and she needed more. And we had to to look for it. And that's a hard decision. So just making that decision alone, knowing that decision uh, has to be made, that alone is stressful, let alone trying to find the right place. <laughs> you're, you're so right. And, and one of the great things that our advisors do as well is they're so well-versed in, in the entire senior space. And part of that is, truthfully, uh, the counseling, right, to the family mm. of how do we present mm. this to mom or dad or, or you know, they're, they're not about to leave their house. What do we do? And so we've got a, a litany of, of great uh, counseling that we work through that and helping the family present it to the mom or dad and, and how to make that transition as smooth as possible. And, and I'll tell you, one of the greatest things that we see is we've got a, a, a senior that has lived alone for, for many years. And, and just like you saw, you tried in-home care for a while, which again, is always our preference. We would love that mm-hmm. senior to age in place as long as possible because it's their home. We want them there. But at some point, as you found out, it's just not safe and secure. In-home care isn't quite enough, and you need to look at assisted living. And so what we see, though, is a senior that was uh, isolated and secluded um, go into a community, uh, assisted living, and just flourish, just blossom into, you know, they're the life of the party. They're playing cards. They're playing 
Kino and they're playing Mahjong and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. oftentimes the, the kids, the family just can't believe that's, that's their parent. And oftentimes they're kicking themselves for not doing it earlier to seeing the life that they now have in, in one of these great communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I certainly saw that with my mother. Everybody loved to come by and see Miss Spellman. And um, she would be the first one at, in the bingo hall. Um, and any time there was outside entertainment, she was front row and center. So those were things that I think helped keep us young. But if they're at home, they don't have access to that. They're not encouraged to have conversation because we all had jobs. We couldn't mm-hmm. go see mom all the time. So we would call her every day, but getting them out, it it can certainly rejuvenate them a bit. Yeah, without without question. And like I said, our franchisees, our advisors see it every day of, you know, Mm -hmm. the stress that the family has. And then they finally get them into a wonderful community. And again, they flourish and they just are just happier than they've ever been and they've got friends and there's engagement and interaction and, 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 you know, they don't have to cook for themselves anymore right? or have right. food brought in and it's, it's, you know, ever changing and it's, it's, you know, they get in a, a beautiful routine and it's, again, it's very heartwarming to watch. Sure. So let's talk a little bit more about this, uh, what it looks like for a franchisee. So you tell me that I don't need, um, any prior experience in this industry, but it also sounds like um, I'm going to need to certainly get caught up in all of the ins and outs of that. But also you mentioned some, um, the role of like a a counselor of some sort. Uh, How do you train? What kind of training do you have for your Mm -hmm. franchisees to get them all up to speed before they actually launch their business? Sure. And, and one of the things uh, that's uh, different from our franchise and the few others in this industry is we are actually the only one that requires our franchisees to take and pass the CSA program, which is the Certified Senior Advisor okay. Program. And it's mm-hmm. much similar to a college preparatory course. It's about 30 or 40 hours of coursework, uh, plus a test where you go to a testing center. So it's very structured. Uh, and this course, the CSA program, which is put on by the CSA, is a wonderful course. And it really delves into every aspect of senior that there is, everything from Medicaid, Medicare, uh, elder abuse, elder law. So it gives mm-hmm. our franchisees a great baseline to really help and direct these families in some of that, some of the challenges that they face. And part of that is, is a counseling piece. Uh, I know a lot of my franchisees see this uh, almost somewhat as, as, as a ministry to some extent because of, uh-huh. of what they do. Um, uh-huh. and, and they do. You're, you're holding hands and, and taking them through the process. And so that counseling piece is it's just a natural byproduct of what we uh-huh. do in, in helping them through this. So, yeah. And then, uh-huh. of course, we also have our five days of training here in uh, our corporate office in Benita Springs, Florida, that we take them through not just the aspects of our model, but more uh, on the senior side as well of, of the industry and, and how to build the model, make it successful, how to work with families, conversations, all of that. We, we work here at our corporate office. 
So now that I've gone through your training program and I've completed the certification, um, is this a home-based business? Do I need to have a an office presence? How does that work? Yes, it is a home-based business. Uh, there's no need to have uh, external office. Uh, a couple of our franchisees do, but certainly not required. Uh, so you do have work out of your home office, although I will be honest, uh, our franchisees are not in their home office very much. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a boots-on-the-ground business where you're out with your lead sources, uh, which are typically the, the healthcare professionals, uh, discharge planners, social workers, case managers uh, in the medical side, and, and working with them, and also working in their communities, continuing to getting to know their communities, and, and again, the pros and cons of each of the op- options that are out there. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're not in their home office a lot, but, yes, they do work out of their home, correct. Mm-hmm. And if I'm coming straight out of corporate, Tim, I really may not know how to uh, to get out into the community. I may not know what that is because, to be honest with you, I had a 30-plus year career in banking, and when I was told when I left banking that I needed to network, I didn't know what that meant. So do you help them in making those connections? Do you help them in actually getting, you know, um, access or getting in front of families initially? We do. That's part of our training program and teaching them how to get in front of those geriatric professionals that are our lead sources. And, and, and much like yourself, a lot of our franchisees, they've been CEOs of, of major corporations. They've been uh, COOs. They've been executives in IT. They've been uh, country club general managers. Uh, we've got uh, probably eight or ten that have been nurses. So we do have some with some medical background, a couple that have been in hospice. Um, that see this need, and, and again, what a what a great opportunity to again to to help people. So we do we do a majority of that training in helping them understand who, not just who their lead sources are, but how to get in front of them, how to talk to them. Uh, we've got a great deal of marketing programs uh, called our Fast Track Marketing Program right up front that that helps set a lot of those appointments early on. Mm-hmm. And. Um, how do you support them as they move forward? I am sure this pandemic was certainly not in anyone's marketing plan from 2019. So during this pandemic, how have you supported them? Has it been any different? Uh, Dramatically different, yes. And, you know, certainly no one planned on uh, coronavirus uh, in 2020. And I think the majority of the the world would just like to put 2020 in our rearview mirror (laughs) And let's get uh-huh. into 2020 as fast as we can. Uh, but we did. And, and I have to give a lot of credit to uh, not just our marketing team and our, our franchisees that help us on the key messaging thing, but our franchisees were just absolutely phenomenal in working with the healthcare professionals, the heroes in, in you know, the hospitals and skilled nursing facilities of just getting them food, getting them um, face shields, a mask, making masks, whatever we could do to help uh, those on the front line um, during this coronavirus. Uh, my franchisees were amazing. I was so proud of them. 
Uh, they came up with creative ways to still do virtual tours of communities. Uh, every one of my franchisees now has a <laughs> has a Zoom account because they can still mm-hmm. you know get in front of their families and things like that. But yeah, and the support from corporate, you know, you certainly had to change and turn on a dime because it was a different world. We were locked out of hospitals, we were locked out of skilled nursing, and all of our mm-hmm. assisted living and memory care. So how do we mm-hmm. do our model um, when it's not the model anymore. So we were, we, we came up with creative ways. Our franchisees came up with creative ways of still getting in front of those folks and, and still placing our seniors because understand Linda too, just because there was a pandemic going on doesn't mean the hospital stopped discharging seniors or right. the skilled nursing facilities stopped. They still needed places to go. And, and yeah. you mentioned a minute ago about uh, the difference between uh, assisted living and nursing homes. And in the next segment, I'd like, love to touch on that because there is a drastic difference and uh, how the media didn't, didn't certainly help our cause, cause at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's definitely talk about that. I do need to take a quick, quick commercial break, but I'd also like to hear some stories, Tim. You know, we, I've talked a little bit about my, my parents and what that looks like. Um, but I'd love to hear maybe some stories from, your franchisees or maybe some of their clients when we come back from commercial break. Do you have any you can share with us? Absolutely. Okay. Very good. Well, folks hang on and we will be back with more about Oasis senior advisors. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I'm here with Tim Ivankovic. How close was I, Tim? Perfect. Perfect. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking about the senior living uh, communities and the difference between those. So, uh, Tim, you had mentioned before we went on commercial break that uh, you wanted to really share the difference between the different types of properties and services that they provide. Yeah, and, and thank you, Linda. And you mentioned it too, and, and I think in your opening a little bit about uh, nursing homes and also assisted living memory care. So uh, the the differentiate, and again, because of the media, we all get lumped into nursing homes. And the mm-hmm. biggest differentiating factor is nursing homes are typically government funded. Those are Medicaid, Medicare, and it's uh, it's illegal for us to get paid to place into a nursing home or, or a skilled nursing facility because, again, they're Medicaid and Medicare government uh, facilities, so or government-run, I should say, or, or government-assisted, that's the best term. And so um, because of that, 
the assisted living side, like I said, gets lumped into that. And the statistics of the, the COVID deaths and things like that are, are, are staggering. But again, if, if you remove the difference between the nursing home, uh, the, the Medicaid, Medicare, and the assisted living, they are drastically different in their protocols and their procedures. And anybody in the senior space, whether it be a healthcare professional or um, uh, you know, some way in, in a skilled nursing or whatever, will tell you for a senior, there is no safer place than assisted living because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, in New York, one of the statistics was, I think it was just under 4% of the total deaths of seniors were in assisted living, although nursing homes substantially higher and seniors living at home was substantially higher than that. So um, because of the protocols in place with the screening of employees, temperature taking and the quarantining of seniors and how cautious they are with everything uh, within that community, uh, again, there is no safer place uh, for a senior, mm-hmm. uh, even more so their home. And that's the fear of a lot of families where they see what the media puts out there of, well, they lump everybody in in nursing homes and there's all these deaths. Um, but uh, honestly, uh, there is no safer place. And, and mm-hmm. if you look at the real statistics, uh, they, w- they will prove that out 100 times over. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about independent living, assisted living, memory care, skilled nursing, can you tell me a little bit of difference between those? Certainly. Yeah, we'll, we'll start at the top, and that's independent living, and where certainly that's a senior who uh, needs very little to no uh, assistance, probably still drives, and, but just maybe wants to have some meals prepared for them occasionally and, and wants a little less headache from being in their own home and, and working with that. And, and that's usually a start, the independent living. And then it goes to assisted living, and there are variable stages of independent living from those that need very little help or activities of daily living are very high to um, those with acute care where they can do very little on their own and everything in between. And so each of these communities, again, takes different levels of seniors based on the care that they're going to need. And again, that's one of the advantages of, of our advisors is just that. They know these communities. They know what level of care they can provide when they're working with a senior. And then you have, uh, below that, you have memory care. Uh, I think somewhat self-explanatory where persons dealing with with Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, not quite uh, all together, and and they just need more assistance. And they tend to get, obviously, a lot more attention uh, within those those communities. Uh, And then you also have residential care homes. And, and again, as I mentioned earlier, these are basically houses that families have retrofitted to be able to accommodate seniors. Could be as small as one or two beds and as big as 10, 12 beds. Again, everything in between. Uh, do a wonderful job. Tend to be a little less expensive. Certainly don't have all the bells and whistles of, of mahjong tournaments and, and mm-hmm. you know, bingo night and things like that. But tend to provide wonderful care. Uh, for our seniors. And again, for those on a more limited budget can be a great alternative. And then Mm -hmm. aside from that, you have your skilled nursing facilities, also known as rehab, right? So to give you the story very quickly, senior uh, breaks a hip, goes into the hospital. They're there for a few days, uh, going to be discharged, but they are discharged not to home because they need rehab. So they're going to be discharged to a skilled nursing facility, what we call our SNFs. 
and they may be there two weeks, four weeks rehabbing the hip, being able to walk again. And it is typically at this stage that the family decides, look, you know, mom's fallen twice, now she's broken a hip. You know, it's just not safe for her to move back home. We really need to look at assisted living. And again, that's where we come in, where we have usually a good relationship with those skilled nursing facilities, which typically are Medicaid, Medicare. And to say to that discharge planner or case manager, look, instead of handing this family a list of 40 communities and telling them to pick one to send mom or dad, please just give them my card and let me work with them. No cost to you, no cost to the family. And let's make sure we're finding that perfect place for mom or dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I hope that helps clarify a little bit. Absolutely. So when we're looking at, just to paint the picture clearly for our listeners, for the, so that when we're looking at independent living and assisted living, many times those just look like apartments, don't they? <laughs> they do, and, and mm-hmm. oftentimes very nice apartments. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a couple down here in, in southwest Florida that <clears throat> I can't wait to retire into. They're like the Taj Mahal. So, yeah, they're oftentimes they look like apartments, very well, nicely, nice decor, nicely decorated, um, you know, private bathrooms, certainly. And, and yeah, they're, they do uh, the communities, you know, that we work with, the Brookdale's Atria's Sunrise, uh, really do a beautiful job uh, of, of making it a warm environment for that senior. Very nice. So um, I also ask if you happen to have some stories in your hip pocket that you could share with us. Uh, certainly, you know, uh, having been in this business now six years, uh, I could I could talk for two more hours on some of the stories that my franchisees have because they're 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 so wonderful. But uh, the one that really a couple that stick in my mind, I'll, I'll tell you, I have a franchisee that uh, was referred a woman um, in rehab and was on Medicaid, so obviously knew we were not going to have any get paid for it. But again, I'll mention this too. We still work with Medicaid and Medicare patients for two reasons. One, it's the right thing to do. And two, they need direction. And our franchisees, as our advisors, can really help direct them. They know what are the better nursing homes and, and what are the, the have better reputations and things like that. So, so we still do work with them. So my franchisee was referred to this woman that was getting out of a rehab uh, on Medicaid And the woman was worried about her 90-year-old husband who was left at home alone. And so she went over. She met with a man. Uh, He was sleeping in a bed, you know, mess sheets and and had had accidents in it. And so she really needed to coordinate some home care, which isn't our role. But, again, our franchisees are so compassionate toward our seniors that she wanted to help. And so immediately through her network of contacts, she was able to find a company uh, that accepted Medicaid and could provide a caregiver. And so my franchisee took ownership of the meeting and lined the house and home care up. And the next day went to the house uh, to meet everybody there and, and make sure everything's okay. The man didn't answer, uh, called the police. Police came in and found the man on the floor with a broken hip, couldn't move. Oh. And, and so we were able, because of our franchisee's care and compassion and concern, uh, to obviously get him help, get him assistance, and, and, and get them taken care of. So it's, it's these situations where they don't have family to help and they don't have, but, you know, we need to be there, I think, as just as human beings. Yeah, sometimes it's more about doing the right thing, isn't it? It is. And, and you know, the, the final piece of that story is because of our franchisees' involvement, 
um, the man and his wife were able to celebrate their 65th wedding anniversary just two weeks Aww. ago. So, um, you know, you get a, a lot of heartwarming stories for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So do you have so, any uh, other stories you'd uh, like to share with us? I'll tell you a, a kind of an interesting one. Um, I have a franchisee here on the East coast of Florida that, and, and, you know, a lot of what we do is boots on the ground referral sources, as we talked about earlier, and getting in front of our, our seniors and, and those people that work with the seniors. And there was a concierge doctor in her area that worked predominantly with seniors, and, and she knew she could help this, this doctor with some of his referrals and getting them into assisted living, but she couldn't get past, as we affectionately call, the gatekeeper. So right. she tried and tried and, and couldn't get through. So in, in her travels in and out of the doctor's office to try to talk to this doctor, she realizes that uh, the office is closed on Wednesdays, but the doctor is actually there doing paperwork and stuff like that. So my franchisee shows up on a, on a Wednesday with a big bouquet of flowers and knocks and knocks on the door. And finally, the doctor comes to the door and says, can I help you? I said, oh, she says, I have a delivery. And she says, for who? What's for you? Well, who are you? Well, I'm the franchisee that's been trying to talk to you for uh, yeah. a month and a half here, but I couldn't. And let me tell you what I do. And come to find out, he had been looking for somebody that that provided the service we provide, and it became one of her greatest referral sources. And now she's able to help multiple seniors because this doctor has such an affection for really making sure the seniors are well taken care of. And mm. because of her tenacity and figuring out a way to get through the door – um, again, a lot of seniors were helped in, in that area. And, and again, mm. um, we're a free service, so why wouldn't somebody use this? It doesn't cost you anything, and, and we can really take the worry and stress out of, this, out of this challenge. And, you know, the reason that someone would not use you is for the same reason I didn't use you, Tim. I didn't know you were around. I didn't know yep. that service existed. So I think it's really important to let people know they have options. They don't have to go through this process. They don't have to go through, through this, this uh, life event alone. There's people out yeah. there to help them. Exactly right. And, and, you know, of course, I'm biased because uh, Oasis Senior Advisors is, is my company. But there are a lot of good companies out there. Uh, that do what we do, and and so I, I you know I wish everybody to that that is in this situation that has a family member, a senior that is uh, ready for assisted living or memory care, uh, to use a service out there. Um, and, mm-hmm. and again, a lot of great advisors out there to really take you through this process and 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 take the worry away. Yeah, definitely. I tell you what, Tim, if somebody's listening right now and they really have a soft place in their heart for helping the elderly, helping those people in need. How would they find out more about Oasis Senior Advisors? Sure, very, very simple. Uh, we're at uh, oasisseniordvisors.com. Uh, very easy to find on the Internet. Uh, I'll give everybody, if anybody's interested in, in franchise opportunities, uh, my direct line to me is uh, 443-253-4560. Uh, take them through the process, help them understand uh, what it is to be an Oasis advisor and and potentially get them into a wonderful small business opportunity. Wonderful. So, Tim, we're down to those final three questions. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, 
what would you suggest that they do to prepare for this process? Now, you've been in franchising for quite some time. So how would you suggest that someone prepare for the, uh, uh, the process of even searching franchises? Sure. Uh, great question. Uh, certainly they can call me directly, but also there are a litany of wonderful uh, franchise consultants out there, companies like FranChoice, Franchise Consulting Company, FranNet, uh, the Entrepreneur Source, uh, which have a multitude of options of franchising opportunities to get into. Uh, there's also uh, a wonderful organization called the International Franchise Association, um, IFA or Franchise.org uh, online that has a great deal of information about opportunities of franchising. Uh, again, I'm very biased. Uh, I love our opportunity and, and what we do. Uh, so if there, those folks are out there uh, that want to make a difference, uh, want to be in the senior space, which, of course, as you know, is absolutely booming. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why I don't, mention, uh, I don't mind mentioning other folks that are in our space. Uh, plenty of business out there for everybody. But, uh, you know, when the baby boomers we know just hit 70 last year, we've got another 20, 25, 30 years of huge uh, population growth in the senior space, and, and we need to be prepared for it. And we're certainly one of those companies that can help. Yes, most definitely. So the second question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Great question. Um, I'll give you three. First is, if, to be a successful franchisee, if I look at my continuum of franchisees, those that are most successful all have that do-whatever-it-takes mentality, uh, that heart of a champion, so to speak, that I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to put the hours in necessary to be successful. Uh, that's first and foremost. Uh, number two is, and this is specific for our industry as well, and, and I say this kind of tongue-in-cheek, but it's a truism, uh, you must play well with others. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. This is a relationship driven business. We build relationships with our lead sources, with our communities, and certainly with our mission and focus, which is our seniors. So you have to genuinely like people to do this. Now, and then uh, I think the third is just some general business acumen. And I'm not talking about a degree of business on the wall or, or business school or anything like that. Not that that's not helpful, but it's not crucial. What I mean by general business acumen is the ability to look at a situation, make a decision, and move forward. Um, you're not always going to make the right decision, but just always be moving forward. Um, the dichotomy of that is the hand wringer. Uh, tend not to make very good franchisees, as you can imagine. So that, that's mm -hmm. what I would say, uh, the folks that really make the strongest franchisees. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Now, I know that since you've been in it quite some time, you may have seen some changes in that period of time. Now, what do you see the future of franchising look like as we go move forward? Yeah, and, and certainly I'm, I'm as biased as they get because I've been in it so long and I do love the franchising model because you're taking a proven proven system and just duplicating it and, and helping people get into small business ownership, um, in most cases that have never been in small business ownership before, and watching them become successful. And again, not only gratifying, but it's wonderful for the franchisee as well because there's safety in numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just right. a corporate entity behind them to support them but you've got a multitude of other franchisees, peers that are doing the same thing you do. 
So you've always got a litany of phone numbers to call that if you have questions, concerns, whatever, uh, to do that. So from a franchising perspective, uh, franchising is only going to get bigger and bigger. Uh, the new concepts that are coming out, uh, yes, some of them may be faddish and fade like the bagels and, and smoothies and all things like that, but um, the, the core of franchising is just massive. And, it, and there's such, so many great organizations to help you through your business life, whether it be your corporate entity or other parts of franchising. And it's a great brotherhood. So uh, the franchising model, again, I'm very biased of it, but uh, it, it's really strong and will continue to be strong because those in the leadership uh, of franchise organizations and franchising in general uh, typically you know, remember their humble built beginnings, and all we want to do is help people be successful. I mean, that's the whole goal of any franchise organization. And we know we're only as successful as our, our weakest franchisee. So our goal is to get everybody to a success level that they're looking for. Um, okay. And again, that's, uh, that's wonderful for the franchisee because we're all in this together. And it's wonderful the franchisor because, again, we're building, uh, especially in many franchises, something really special. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Tim, one more time. If someone's listening and they want more information, where would they go? Uh, www.oasisseniadvisors.com. Uh, that'd be number one. And or just use, give me, a, give me a call. Happy to talk to anybody about franchising and our opportunity. Uh, my number, 443-253-4560. Wonderful. Tim, thanks so much for being on the show today. I've learned so much, and I, like I said, I wish I had known about you guys about <laughs> 10 or 15 years ago, but I'm glad you're Likewise. out there helping families. Well, Linda, it's been a pleasure today, and I hope I enlightened some people, and a pleasure to be on your show. And, and again, if anybody needs to get in contact with me, you have my info. So uh, I welcome the opportunity. Very good. Thank you very much. All right, have a great day. So, folks, thanks. So, folks, I hope you're able to walk away with a bit of information there. So it's always great to be associated with a company that's good in the community. You know, at the end of the day, you feel like, I made a difference. So I'm going to leave you with a quote today, as I always do. It goes like this. Aging seems to be the only available way to live a long life. This is a quote by Kitty O'Neill Collins. She was an author and a speaker, and she lived to be 120 years old. I don't know about me living to be 120 years old, but, you know, I think I want to live a long life. And uh, living that in the right environment can certainly extend that. Thanks again, folks, for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.